Hello and welcome to episode 8 of The Elastic Brand. It's a show about building a loved and credible brand with the flexibility to grow a dynamic business. My name's Richard Miller. I'm the brand director at Crisp & Co. And today I'm privileged to be joined by Simon Derrick Roberts. He's the executive director of BNI Adelaide CBD and South and also the director of a new concept called the First Beer Club. Welcome, Simon. Thanks for giving your time today. Great to be here, Richard. Oh, Thank you for the opportunity. It's good to have you. Now, I did a bit of research on uh, on our favourite platform, LinkedIn, Simon, um, on your background, uh, everyone's online resume. Uh, you can find out anything about anyone now, can't you? Yeah, you can. <laughs> We're silly enough to put uh, lay it all out there for the world, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, intrigued, um, going back a while, Movieland, um, yeah. Uni of Adelaide, uh, Jim's Group, uh, computing, all sorts of stuff. Tell me, Movieland, what was that about? So Movieland was basically the the local South Australian uh, blockbuster. Right. And uh, yeah, so we were videologists, not videographers. Videologists. And that was really a, a customer service role. It was it was a great, great time, actually. I was sort of part-time there, part-time mm-hmm. studying, uh, had an interesting life experience when I had an armed holdout. I was the on the wrong side of an armed holdout. Wow. We talked about nothing illegal before, but yes, yeah. I was the victim in that, that one. Right? So that that was uh, that was interesting. A bit of PTSD to deal with and whatnot. Uh, absolutely. And uh, yeah, but it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, we, there, there was it was back in the days of PlayStation One and yep. Nintendo sixty four. Yep. So we would get perks as staff. We weren't paid very well, but uh, we got discounted confectionery and yep. free movie hire, and uh, we got to take the PlayStation's home if no one had hired it by but we had to game all night and then yeah. get it back to the uh, to the store before they reopened at 10 o'clock <laughs> so there was really... a lot of sleepless nights but hey we were in our teens and 20s and yeah. it was fun times I, I love how you use the term movieologist I love that videologist videologist, videologist. that's right <laughs> yeah, yeah awesome and then uh, and some interesting titles uh, Uni of Adelaide is a demonstrator and marker yeah, so I did a science degree and I majored in mathematics and uh, maths and computer science. And yeah. so we just had opportunities. Well, we had to uh, basically as, a, as an honours student, maybe even as a third year, we were marking first year uh, assignments. And we also ran uh, computer or pracs in the computer labs. And these were in the old mainframe days. It was very, very, you know, you'd hit the cursor. Yeah. You'd hit the keyboard and you'd watch it, the cursor flash a few times before the actual uh, keystroke <laughs> would appear on the monochrome screen. So go. <laughs> back to the dark ages of the late 90s early 2000s and kids think they've got it hard these days oh hey? yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I love the fact that you've also been involved in franchise as well um, yeah. you know that, that and, and when we start talking about what, what's going on today I think all of this has been a really relevant build up hasn't it yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Movie Land, just as a, an employee, that was a franchise system. I think there was 10 stores in the group I was in and maybe 30 mm. odd in, in the group. But then as a franchise owner, my first experience was in gyms, uh, which was interesting because we were in a white collar brand of gyms. And, yeah. and that was weird. So I'd rock up. So we'd had a successful computing, a computer workshop operating for a few years. And we took on the mobile arm under the gyms brand. But uh, it was a couple of times that I went out on site to do a computer repair. And I was asked by the customer, can you also mow my lawns? I thought, <laughs> I thought they were taking the piss, but they were serious. And that's when I thought, maybe we made a mistake sinking yeah. a significant uh, amount of coin into this. But you know, we had a great franchisor, Dave Webster. Mm. He's moved on since, but he encouraged us. We had monthly franchise team meetings he made us read the e-myth we'd do a chapter uh, a month and we'd talk to that and so he yeah. 
took me from the the that's I think it's called like the C type technician to yeah. being a business owner. So that was actually a really good investment in my education as an entrepreneur and business owner yeah. because we had such a good franchise all when I started out. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, the gyms group is a is a bit of a myth to me because uh, I, I think it bucks all the trends and the norms of of what marketing really is. Is you know or what what we tell people good marketing is in terms of find a niche be an expert stick to that um and and the gyms group have just managed you, you can i'm no doubt get gyms gynecology these days they just do absolutely <laughs> yeah. everything yeah. um and it shocks me that that's worked but it has so yeah uh, yeah i think it's particularly strong in the blue collar yeah, sector or absolutely the, or the trade sector should i say and i've got a very good mate who's actually been there for five years mowing lawns and he started out as a white collar professional yeah he's done extremely well so i get my insider info from him and they're into they really are into everything yeah now and and there's lots of new opportunities coming up yeah yeah so look we, we i think we've established already in a very short space of time that there's a very wide and varied um set of experiences in your background and from franchising to to the entertainment industry with with movie land and you've even uh, been in recruitment and uh and software so um it's I, I personally think that kind of background is excellent when it comes to business ownership and when it comes to understanding how other people's brains work because you've got that sort of deep experience and understanding of people um so give us the give us the 60 second bni pitch on the first beer club i'm interested to learn about it Sure. So we are going to give two angles to the pitch. One is for, because we have two sets of clients, I'm responsible for dealing with the, the venues and it's a bit of a chicken egg thing. Okay. So we need, we need the venues on board offering certain deals uh, in order to attract the punters. So we're not yet live. We're in sort of rebuild mode. Mm. COVID shut us down. So yeah. I'll give the, the, the punter side is yeah. the, uh, the, the end user customer. That's a really easy pitch. Pretty much you're going to sign up, you're going to pay about 10 bucks a month and you are going to get access to deals every single day, uh, including you should be able to go anywhere uh, in Adelaide for a, uh, for a free beer yep. every single day. Yeah, right. That's your core offering and you can try a whole series of venues all around Adelaide yep. and uh, probably some inner, uh, some inner country areas. We're not going whoop, whoop, but we're talking, say, Barossa to McLaren Vale. Sure. So, well, you, you, so. It, it, you, it is what it says. You get your first beer for free. You get your first beer mm. for free. That is the core offering behind yep. the group. Now, some of the as COVID has uh, created a few changes to yep. the original model. We've actually had some relationships where you know it was really really fascinating. And I'm not doing the sixty seconds anymore, but uh, <laughs> the we we maintained relationships with about two dozen venues during yeah. covid because yep. we we just gone live with a soft launch before the bushfires hit like the day the bushfires hit in late 2019 yep. it was just in the lead up to christmas from memory it and was, then yeah. we were just about to do our hard launch at the end of march because you've got uh, the silly season you've got summer is peak uh, pubs are less interested in discounting during their peak and of course mad march and yeah Thankfully, the new government has moved some of Mad March into December, yeah, right? But it yeah. was pretty crazy. So we're ready for our hard launch, 1st of April. But of course, what was it, 13th of March, 2020, or mm. whenever it was, we went into the hard lockdown. Now, yeah. many of the venue relationships we maintained for that first 18 months or so, they, they, were, they were the same people. But then what happened is Boxing Day last year, after the borders opened, the Omicron wave, things went crazy. And it was really sad that we've had a number of the venues change ownership that we were partnered oh. with since the Boxing Day 2021 mm. uh, shutdown. Yeah, and then we, yeah. we had uh, also where we were supporting some small groups, we've actually had the venue managers 
leave. And they were there for the first 18 months, yeah. but that was the straw that broke the camel's back for the industry. Right. So now the industry is uh, – so we've lost a lot of the relationship because new owners or new venue managers – and, uh, yeah, so we're, we're sort of redefining mm. what the offering is. However, we do have a number of venues that have been with us all along that are happy to do that core offering yeah. of we'll offer people a free beer every time they come in. So for the venue side, the 60-second pitches, and I'm sure you've uh, experienced retail, it's yeah. a bit, I guess it's a loss leader idea. What's yeah. the cost of acquiring a new customer? Well, if the cost of that customer is pulling one pint of beer out of the tap, your, your hard cost of that is around $2.50, yeah. and let's call it around $4 including some of those hidden costs. So it's a pretty cheap way to acquire a new customer, yep. a $4 hard cost, uh, hard plus soft cost of a beer. All right, so yeah. that's what it's all about. Someone comes into your venue, they have to check in on social media platforms, either Insta or Facebook, so they actually let their own oh, perfect. community yeah. know that you exist. Mm. And, you know, you're trusting in the experience and the atmosphere of your venue that they're going to want to stay. They're going to want to tell their friends about it. They're going to spend more money yeah. and you're going to recover that cost in spades. So that's yeah. the pitch for the venue. Yeah, perfect. Now tell me, because I noticed in your bio and it just resonated with me then that, um, you know, in your bio, you describe yourself as a community builder and word of mouth specialist. Now, did First Beer Club come first or did that sentence about yourself come first? Because... Yeah, if if, you, if if that's what you thought of yourself prior, then you've, yeah. you've fitted your own brand really well with yeah. this business. So quick segue, fun fact, community builder, I really need to change that because I get a lot of connection requests from people in the construction industry. <laughs> <laughs> <You're on LinkedIn. laughs> <You're right. laughs> so that, that actually comes from my 10 plus years in BNI because yes. that's all around building community. But that was one of the reasons that the other partners who are in First Beer Club that, that formed the idea before invited me in. Yep. My background in the BNI community, building community is there and also because Certainly, with the exception of COVID, B&I is all around running lots of live events, mostly in pubs and hotels yep. as well. So I have a deep appreciation for the, particularly the independent small clubs, pubs, et cetera, because mm. they've helped me build my core business over the last 10 years by providing that atmosphere and a great environment for people to network and mingle, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So that, that's, uh, that definitely became before mm. the first beer club. No, that's perfect. I mean, we, we do a lot of work, as you know, Simon, with businesses on their brand architecture. Uh, we also do work with individuals on their own personal brand architecture, and it's a very similar system. Um, and so to have, uh, I would consider community builder and word of mouth specialist to be pillars of yours that you you know, you you know sustain. And, and to make the decision to get involved with First Beer Club would have had to have fit with those, and you've done that well. Um, so now you, you would know that we interviewed uh, Dr. Ivan Meisner from BNI uh, some weeks ago. You're actually the the, the next guest uh, along from him, actually. Um, now, when I interviewed him, I asked him what does he think that the main benefits are of BNI to its members, and how do you know? And what, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I, I know because I've recently – we haven't gone live with it yet, but it's any day now. We've recently recorded a lot of testimonial videos from mm. both some short-term and long-term members. And it's really interesting because consistently what we hear is people join B&I because they get excited about the opportunity to bring additional revenue yeah. into their business yeah. through the word-of-mouth introductions. And consistently, the reason they stay, like the revenue is there, but the money becomes less important over time. And it's actually about changing your mindset, being more productive, having access to this 
network of people who can service your clients better, mm. all right? So you, your clients become stickier and also they give you advice because they have shared experience and challenge and, and solutions yeah. in business. And it's it's not the money that helps you scale. It's actually the advice and the mm. support network that helps you start, scale your business sustainably and that's why people stay. That's what they really value because money can't buy that. You can yeah. make money in many, many different ways. In fact, BNI is not the silver bullet to your mm. marketing we need people like yourself to help with a more holistic mm. marketing strategy. But, yeah, that, that's the core benefit is having that community there to support you yep. and help you build a smarter, more productive business. Yeah, sure. And, the, and, and I guess this community content, I hate keep using the word community, but it is what it is. This community contact, this personal contact that we so lacked during these lockdowns and people have obviously craved since and uh, – and we're doing everything we can now to get out and about. And, and do you know what? I've actually did a bit, saw a bit of research not long ago that said that people are now more moving towards even even the really sort of old-fashioned ways of buying. So uh, moving back towards your sole trader, your markets and all that, because they just want to feel that earthy sort of community feel. Um, and, and, and because we've craved it, and we obviously suffered during COVID and, and First Beer Club would have suffered because of it, as did the venues that you were relationship, had relationships with. And BNI would have because it, it was that that personal contact. You overcame it with online um, meetings, which was good. But it, it, I find now that 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 people are craving things like uh, that that human connection. And first beer club is obviously giving people a reason, if they needed any more reasons, to go and do that. Yeah. So if we wind back the clock to 2019 mm. when we were first developing the first beer club, of course, we were working with you yes. on the brand architecture yes, that's right. under the Crispin Co. brand. And, mm. and the reason why – and the two other partners involved, the guys that were there before me, Dave and Andrew, they're musos. So they've yes. been around pubs uh, playing music and enjoying live entertainment. They saw that dwindling because of things like Netflix and yeah. Uber Eats. It was becoming so easy to stay at home mm. – and really, the most most of the pubs relied on pokies for their revenue. That's okay. right. They're actually losing money doing live music. In fact, we're seeing even less live music now in the post-COVID era. So, yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting. I, I I hope that that what COVID has done is yeah, shown people how shit it is. Yeah. <laughs> When we have this detached connection with our fake friends on social media yep. portraying their fake lives, right? It's so hard. I mean, we've got all this mental health stuff going on that COVID's brought to the fore, which is, I think, really important. So, yeah, getting back to having real, authentic conversations with real people face-to-face, -face, living their real, authentic lives rather than the, how they portray it in the social space is yep. going to help people have a better sense of well-being. Yep. And we feel that certainly the cool pubs that we want to partner with are the, a great environment for people to do that networking. And, mm. uh, you know, we want them to consider, yeah, getting off the couch yeah. and going in and having a real conversation. And if we need to in incentivize them with their first beer free yep. and perhaps some further discounts on meals and subsequent drinks to, yep. to get them to do that, then that's what we're all about. And, yeah, and, and yeah COVID's, I think, made that uh, even more important now in this uh, back to normal. Absolutely. Back to normal happened, what, about two and a half years later than we thought it would because it was going to be three weeks to flatten the curve. <laughs> yeah, but uh, right. I, I think we're all pretty confident that yeah. uh, the world is moving on. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I mean, the, 
it doesn't take you long to get your money back. A $10 investment in the app, um, you know, drink responsibly, folks. We're not trying to encourage irresponsible drinking here, but one beer is going to cost you yeah. 10 bucks. Yeah, so the – and until we've – again, chicken and the egg, we, the, I say that pricing loosely. It might be nine ninety seven. Yeah. It might be eleven ninety seven. We don't yeah. know. But the, the idea, whatever the pricing will be, mm. and, and it depends on the, the 20 starting pubs, what they're willing to offer, the idea being that if you went along twice in the month – you would actually, and you did nothing else but get that first beer free mm. and then skedaddle, mm. you would actually be in front. That's ahead, always yeah. been our, our model. So, yeah, yeah, that's why we know the pricing will be close to the $10 price yeah. point. But, Perfect. you know, it's got to end in a seven, Richard, because, you know, marketing. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to end in a seven. Okay. 9 dollars $10.97. <laughs> Does it really? Apparently. <laughs> that's, that, that's the thing for online subscriptions. You look at them all, they're all, except I think if you're in... Uh, in in China, uh, it might be an eight because eight's a lucky. But yeah. I think in the West, it's got to end in a in a seven. You Is look at many right? of those different subs. I, be... I feel like I should know that, but I don't. Yeah. Where where'd you get that information? I don't know. You know, eighty three percent of statistics are made up, yeah. aren't they? I, I think I've that sounds that. a lot like an Andrew Gardner thing to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've known it before. I met Andrew Gardner. No, that's that's the print reversals. But that's a conversation <laughs> yeah, that's for another right, day. That's right. All right. Well, now speaking of people, um, you know, in BNI, you talk about power teams, yep. and uh, I think that uh, we as humans gravitate to a certain type, don't we? Um, what? Who would be in your power team, living or dead, if you were to create one? Yeah, well, I'm I'm not going to go with with dead, right? Because I don't think that's particularly particularly <laughs> helpful. You know, what, what what you've got me thinking about is yeah, I should do this. I should practice yeah. what I preach. So uh, someone you would know, a, a marketer that uh, I've known for more than ten years, who uh, has supported me very well. Someone called Tamara Care, an yes. FM agency. So yes. she, I would say, she is in my power team. Yep, I've brought in two partners in the last uh, 18 months. They're almost at the point of becoming fully fledged legal partners, uh, not in the yeah, in the business sense. In the business sense, yeah. yeah. You're not getting you know, married or anything. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. that's uh, Sonia Noonan, and, uh, who's actually moved down here from Cairns originally from Bendigo, part okay. of the BNI community, the wider community, mm-hmm. and Tim Allen, who was a marketer. I think you've met Tim over the yeah. years, a commercial yeah. photographer now coming to support the business. Mm-hmm. And... Who else? Uh, so, uh, good questions. So there's this <laughs> amazing guy who's uh, popped up on my radar in the last few months called Alfredo Cabada from the Innovation Factory. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, been there, heard of them. They Not run yet. a lot of events. They are, uh, they're they just relocating to the old Trims building, actually. They, oh, are they? Yeah, I, I know they were looking for a new home. I saw that online, yeah, but yeah, yeah I've Ooh. not been there yet, no. I hope I didn't just betray some confidence. I'm pretty sure it's all – no, no, no. They're, they're, they're yeah. customers now, no. So, yeah, yeah, they've secured that. They're reopening, uh, I believe, by uh, the, the 10th of January, 9th of January, whenever it is. And, uh, yeah, this guy has just been an absolute gun. He's gone out as a volunteer and helped me put on a very successful event mm. at the Adelaide Pavilion a couple of weeks ago, our first in-person major event, 180 people since uh, since COVID happened. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he, he just went out there and he got a spot. He bait, I said, you know, I'm open to it, but you guys have to do all the work. And yeah. he went and did all the work, secured all the sponsorships and just made, found the venue, made it happen. And yeah. So that dude has actually recently been invited in. And there'll be one other guy uh, who you would know, I'm pretty sure, Scott White from Creative Serum. I do so know Scott. Yep. just helped me develop a new community down in Seacliff. In fact, they had their, uh, their kickoff event this morning, their yep. second of two kickoffs. So and he's helping me build a new BNI group in the uh, the 
uh, the West Beach area, sorry. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got uh, Dave Ferrugia and Andrew Gardner yeah. from the First, First Beer Club. Club and yeah. also uh, Andrew's wife is actually how I met Andrew, Alicia Gardner. And she's got a cool little project uh, to support the the independent wineries uh, using the First Beer Club technical platform or okay. the technological yeah. platform. So I don't know if it's going to be called First Wine Club, exactly what it is, but yeah. she's actually working about – she's actually building some relationships with wineries now. It'll be more geared towards – Tourists than locals, but uh, and so Alicia is very much in my power team yeah. as well. Oh, sounds good. That's, so that's awesome. a pretty big power team. I think Ivan says you, you shouldn't have more than ten, but ideally it's six. So I might have just uh, <laughs> I'm somewhere that was seven or eight. I think well, it, it varies from mine because mine was Steve Jobs, Richard Branson, Stephen Hawkins, and Margaret Thatcher. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, Ivan might be angry with me because it was a couple of years ago. The the mantra was think big, whereas yeah. I'm thinking local of in course. terms of that that team. What works for you? Yeah. Um, Simon, I didn't preempt this question. In fact, I've not really preempted many of the questions. But uh, one question that I do like to ask people um, towards the uh, the end of an interview, and it it always sort of gets people thinking a wee bit. But it, for us, it goes back to a personal mission. Um, and I always ask, what's the one thing that you'd like to be remembered for? Ooh, thanks for the uh, thanks for the <laughs> thanks for the heads up. Bam! Just hit with the bus. <laughs> really, really good question. Oh. Mate, you've got me. You've got me. Got you thinking. Yeah. 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 Look, um, look. I, I don't like to be in the limelight. I often find it quite uncomfortable. Mm. So, I like to be more of the the quiet, modest achiever doing the things. Yes. I, I guess. Yeah. Look, it's and this is the problem, right? B, B and I, because we can track, and that's been my core business for the last ten years. So I'll talk to to B and I first. Beer club not yet being live. It's, it's making a difference in in the community. It comes back to this word community mm. because we can track the money, but it's those it's those personal stories about how you know we, we recently helped someone get the biggest gig of their career. Mm. Uh, we, he's done a refurbishment through the Wallace Group of the Piccadilly Cinema. I oh, think yes. it just yep. launched uh, in the last couple of days. And and his business almost this is a, a Ray from PBS. Uh, his his business like that that early COVID almost crunched. Now yeah. I didn't directly support him to save his business and now his business is absolutely thriving that was a bni referral i should point out yeah. into the wallace group but uh, but we say the community that i had helped create saved his business and now he's absolutely thriving okay and what that the impact on on his family unit and so forth and 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 his friendship circles that's what i want to be remembered for is actually changing people's lives for the better transformation and uh, of of the community to make it a better place. Yeah, and a perfect answer, and especially given no notice. Yeah. <laughs> you gave me notice on all the easy ones, mate. Thanks. <laughs> now, it, it, but it is, and, and, and it is a good answer, and um, it's uh, very, you know, it's, it's the opposite of egotistical. It's about other people and not yourself, and uh, and that that's a great thing. Um, Simon, we're about to, to wrap up. You know, they do say that, that the greatest podcasts go for about 15 to 20 minutes, and we've now gone for nearly 23. So we're, we're you know, we, we've trucked along a wee bit there, which is, is not a bad thing. Wow, that went fast. I would have said seven <laughs> or eight minutes. You know, I said it's got to be a seven or an eight. You did. You did. You did. Um, Simon, Derek, Roberts, thanks for joining me today on The Elastic Brand. Um, this has been The Elastic Brand, and as I say every week, time is our most valuable commodity, so I'd like to thank you for spending some time with me. I'm Richard Miller, Brand Director of Crisp & Co. You can see our work at crispand.co or drop me a line at richard at crispand.co. Have a great week. Listener.